The Art of Relationships radio show is copyrighted, and no use in part or full is to be used without written express consent from The Art of Relationships radio show or myself, Greg Dzinski. Licensed Relationship and Sex Counselor, Greg Dzinski's, also known as Master G., the Art of Relationships will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy in your romantic relationships. He will also welcome live calls from listeners and help him with these very challenges. Heard of the old repetitive and tiresome tit-for-tat arguments? Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a quick, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax to a happier you. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, but to some of us, he is simply known as Master G. Welcome everybody to Sunday evening, and this show might be for the men out there, and hopefully going to try to clue them in into what women want. Uh, a lot of times our heads are spinning, uh... This, uh, what women want, as we know, we joke, us men out there, uh, joke about what women wants, uh, changes, uh, minute by minute, day by day, that we never have a clue what the hell they want. So, I'm inviting all those ladies out there to give me a call, 586-840-8608, and, uh, clue us men in, clue us in what is it that you want. I'm going to try to clarify some stuff, but me being a man... A man, being a man, of course, and working with couples and working with individual women and all this stuff, um, I have a pretty good idea what they want. Again, every woman is different. And that's what men need to know. They have to key in on what the woman they're with or want to be with, what they need from you. It's not a stereotypical one-piece-fits-all type scenario, okay? Most women want certain things. And I'm going to get into those on tonight's show. Again, this is uh, Greg Dzinski. This is the Art of Relationships radio show. Make sure to check me out on Facebook, the Art of Relationships and the Art of Relationships radio show. Uh, Hopefully provide a bunch of useful information to help people out there. That's why I do this, as always, to help others out there. That's my passion, my dreams, is to provide useful information to help people have more exciting, more intimate, more deeper, more closer, connected relationships out there, and help individuals that are listening, whatever, help them grow and be more confident and have a greater sense of self-worth and self-love. That's why I do this. It's all for you out there. Again, this is Greg Dzinski. This is the Art of Relationships radio show. A while back, Probably a month or so ago, I talked about what men want and hopefully clued some women in to maybe what men are looking for. And I'm going to talk about now trying to help the men get clued in to what women want, what they're looking for in general. Now, of course, I cannot incorporate, you know, you're going to get a thousand different answers from a thousand different women out there. So this is not a one piece fit fits off show tonight it is a uh, very generalized okay but this is going to hit on what most women are looking for okay and i'm going to throw out maybe there's been articles out there online you can you know google it askmen.com has uh, quite a few information and you know what men are looking for as far as you know what they want in a man what they want in a partner uh, they do top 10, you know, reverse from 10 to the top, number one thing that they look for. And I talked about, you know, the 50 Shades episode 2, 50 Shades of Filth or Desire. You know, are women, do they want the, the chase? Do they want to be enticed? And you talk about other women, you know, they want just men to be listened, to shut our mouths and listen. But if we just listen and don't offer any other communication aspects or any other insights... They think we're not communicating. So a lot of men get tripped up. They get very confused on what women want. It's, uh, you know, men get mixed. And I talked about this. Men sort of show their empathy through wanting to fix things, wanting to take care of things, wanting to be very, you know, active and participating as far as doing things versus just listening 
So hopefully the show's going to help you out, okay? Women, please join me on live text or give me a call, 586-840-8608. It's been a long weekend. Uh, hopefully my voice will hold up. I apologize. Uh, so give me a call, wake me up, keep me lively here. Women hit on the emotional aspects, right? Every I think that's not a... What do I want to say? You know, th- that's not a uncommon theme that women look for the emotional connection as, believe it or not, you know, men do too. But you look at what the hell does this emotional connection mean, right? Do women, when they get upset, when they get mad, when they get ornery, when they start yelling and screaming, um, do they want us men just to shut our mouths and listen? And I'm not all about being disrespected. So, do men have a right to say, hey, wait a minute, man, you need to not yell, not scream, not complain, you know, at me. You need to talk with me. You know, no belittling, no. Do we have a right to do that? I think we do. We need to be respectful. And there's a point, time and a place where, you know, what we're, we're all upset, we're all angry, whatever. But getting yelled at and getting ridiculed when, you know, maybe it's not our fault to begin with, just that they're in a bad mood, should we have to take that? I want to hear women out there, what are your thoughts, what are your insights, your experiences, and also men, give me a call too with your experiences and what maybe women, what you feel that women want, maybe you screwed up in the past, you know, letting a great woman go, and maybe you learned after the fact. I want to help men learn before the fact, so you meet a fantastic woman, uh, maybe the woman of your dreams, your desires, and you want to have a lifetime commitment with her, which I'm all about, you know, I don't want it to slide away, so I want to help you and look at, you know, her needs and what she wants, and, you know, maybe you can evolve yourself, remember I said not change yourself, but end up growing and evolving as a man that she wants, without selling yourself out, that's a key, key term I always throw out there, I don't want anyone selling themselves out, okay, so going on, um, you know, emotionally, I think women, number one, in my experiences with women, and not only professionally, but also personally, they want men to get them, uh, what does that mean, they want us to, you know, understand them, to get them, if they're upset, they want us to know and pay attention that, do they need a hug, do they need to be embraced, or do they need to be, hell, left alone, <laughs> Just to give them space and time, right? Again, every woman's different. It's our job to find out what it is that they want, right? When they're mad, when they're ticked off, you know, we're like, they tell us to leave them alone, leave them alone, you know, just go away, get out of us. Then we leave and then we get yelled at for leaving. And we're like, we're doing what you wanted, you know, that isn't what I wanted. Why couldn't you give us a hug? This is part of communication, which I'm going to get into in a bit. But getting them on an emotional level, trying to, to read them. You talk about mind reading, which we can't, you know, we can't do. But we can pay enough attention to them. And that's a key indicator about the emotional aspects that we pay attention to what they're going through. Again, it's not a tug of war. It's not a right or wrong theme that I tend to talk about a lot on the shows. It's about getting them and what they want in certain situations, right? Also, on the emotional aspect, you know, they want us to be not pricks, you know, not mean whatever, but to be upfront and compassionate as well when we talk to them. When we, you know, communicate with them, when we're listening to them, can we show compassion and empathy to make them know that we understand what they're going through, that we understand them? That is the key to. You know, having that emotional connection that we get them. That we don't always have to agree with them, not at all. But that we try to get them and understand. However, we also need to stand on our own two feet and not be disrespected by any means. There's a huge, huge difference. And women, you need to communicate your needs from a vulnerability place, right? Maybe not so much screaming, yelling, and um, carrying on. When you are mad or upset, especially when it's not directed at us, 
um, when it's, you know, bad day at work, bad day with the kids, whatever, that you can tell, you know what, I had a crappy day, whatever, instead of yelling and scream, pull us closer and teach us. Men, you need to pay attention to their body language, right? Facial expressions, that is huge. You know, a lot of times we key in on voice tone when they're yelling, screaming, whatever, and it might not be that. They, there might be hurt in their eyes, right? Their body language might show that they need a hug, that they need us to pay attention, to caress them, to connect with them on the emotional level. And I'll, you know, key in on this and get into this um, huge, right? Then I'm going to go into maybe some other ideas that are out there on the web that women want. We always talk to men, you know, the big click thing out there. All those women want is our money and to be taken care of and all this stuff, and when we do that, they want everything, their independence, they want this, they want that, and it's like, damn, what am I getting out of this? Ah, well, man, I'm going to tell you maybe how you can help that, how you can still be smart, get a great woman, right? Not a gold digger, I'm not out there for that, and I'm, you know, whatever, if you want to get in that situation, that's your choice, but that's not what this show's about, and that's what I'm not about in helping people, you know what, I'm all about, um... You meeting the needs, holding on to yourselves, and getting on, you know, maybe what your woman wants. A huge thing in, you know, the emotional aspects and about getting women to stay in on that aspect about the, the emotional state is hitting on, you know, how many times do people, we don't like it either, men, but women, when you talk about exes, oh my God, you need to stop. You know, women are very probably even more susceptible to emotional turmoils and upset and jealousy when you start talking about your exes, right? You talk about your ex to dad, ex to dad, and then women are going to start thinking, oh my God, do I do this? Am I going to compare and, you know, is he comparing me to that? Is he bringing this up because of this? Or, you know, even, oh, you know, I couples in here all the time that, uh, you know what, I used to love it, you know, maybe in a second marriage or, you know, after a divorce, the woman would tell um, the relationship, oh, hold on, I got a call. Hi, welcome on here. This is uh, Greg with our uh, Relationships Radio Show. Is this Master G? Yeah, this is Master G. Hey, what's going on? The show is actually about trying to describe it best I can. What the hell women want from us men? You have any insights? What's a long time? That could be shit. Six months if it was bad, or it could be twenty, thirty years. How how long you been married? Twenty five years I was married. Twenty. That is a long time. Was. Say what? I'm confused. Say what now? <laughs> you know what? Could you? Ex- I think I know where you're going with that. That you know what? Once they get what they want, they might switch and say, "That's not what I want. I want something else." Why don't you? Why don't you clarify? Oh, absolutely, without a doubt. How do you think uh, women are screwed up with what they don't want? Or what they think they want, but they really don't want? Oh yeah, financially and everything. What do you during your marriage though? What what do you think you learned from your marriage that that maybe she wanted that? Oh, wait a minute. Now hold on. Some women. 
Some some women also could flip that around and say they can't trust the guys, you know, or the dicks that they're with. So, where does that fall in the line? I I agree you can't. Do you think some of her needs weren't being met? And that's maybe why you couldn't trust her. Or was she just screwed up? Oh, man, I'm sorry. That hurts, man. No, I run into a lot of those situations in both in in my office with, you know, 85% of couples I deal with, there's an affair, you know, either the guy cheated or the wife, you know, wife, girlfriend, whatever, cheated. Um, do you have a clue why she did? Good point. Oh, like, um, oh, having kids, midlife, the midlife crisis situation. You sound bitter, man. What do you think she... Do you, how how could you find out what the hell she wanted in a relationship? Maybe you were giving her everything, and like you said, she just was messed up. But what do you, what do you think she wanted, man, as far as maybe even growing with her or evolving, as far as, you know, the emotional aspects, or even the physical aspects? Yeah. <laughs> okay. When she was young, you know, when we had our first kid, our second kid, she pulled a knife out of the block, out of the butcher block, and said, I'm going to commit suicide. And I told her, Oh, man. Hey, let me give you the knife. Don't waste no time. If you're going to do it, that's sad. That, that's a say yeah, I don't play with suicide and everything. I try to get people, you know, I try to get people the help that they can. You know, if they start doing that, they st- are they doing it, you know, is she doing it out of manipulation or is something else going on? Or was it out of that she was just miserable? It, it could be, you know, a lot of individuals, if they're, you know, I, I hate being stereotypical or anything by any means. You know, a lot of people in this, you know, they could have mood prop, mood disorders, everything else, you know, medical conditions causing that stuff, and you don't even know. And, you know, you get out of that situation, you're like, whoa, I'm glad I'm out of it. And you wonder, you know, what type of help. I don't mess, you know, I don't joke around whatsoever when there's suicide issues going on. And some people might say, yeah, I wish she did, I wish he did. You know, and then it's the kids that suffer. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, they might not. They might not. What a... No, that's pretty sad, man. What um, what insights? So over twenty five years of marriage, man. What do you? What's your insights that women want? What do you think they want? I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, well, I'm going. To, I'm hopefully. So you thought it was going, you thought sex and everything was good, and that made you close together and all that, and that still wasn't enough for her. Do you think, uh, did you ever feel, though, she was pulling away from you even during sex, that she was just doing it to do it? It was all about you? Well, then that's, I was going to say, then that's the issue. 
Oh, and she was a little, a uh, little lonely. Yeah. Then you're like you, you don't. Right, right. Yeah, I would something like that with the mood swings and everything. It sounds like she went through. She definitely needs some help, and uh, it might be, you know, if she didn't get the help and you're in that situation, man, it's scary. You need to. I'm glad you sort of got away from it. Do you, are you happier now or no? No, no. Yeah. <laughs> right. I know. You'd rather be happy and be married. Right. I know. That I've heard, <laughs> but after yeah, there there's some truth to that. But after after you get out of bed and done with a man, <laughs> then then you have some issues to deal with, and that might not be too good. So if you listen, you listen, yeah, listen, and hopefully get some clues, and I can help people out uh, more. Maybe what women are looking for. I talked about the emotional aspect, and I definitely uh, appreciate you calling in. Yeah. You know, maybe women need a, I don't know, I came across it on the internet, a Serbian or Serbian, something like that. Oh, the, the Saban. Saban, yeah. <laughs> yeah, next, it's the sex, this, it, I should be doing a plug and getting paid for them. The Saban is a uh, very high cost, uh, how can I say it, high, high pleasure rate, um, sex toy for women, uh, and you know what, maybe, the, maybe they can look that up, maybe they can look it up, maybe I, if I could afford one, maybe I'd get one and rent it out, maybe, <laughs> um, make some money that way. Oh, yeah, and, oh, yeah, I know where, I know where you're, <laughs> I know where you're going with that. I know a guy once who had a, uh, oh shit, what were they called? A pager. And he used to hang it on his dog's neck, and the dog would go nuts every time he'd call it. You know? Right, right. So, I mean, even a pager shoved down there, and you call it. <laughs> Then may, maybe that's what you needed. Uh, maybe what the old ex you said. Uh, maybe uh, she needed to be a little bit vibrated, a little bit more or better. <laughs> well, I gotta. I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna get back on topic, and hopefully, I can provide some insights. Uh, help you out if you're looking for another uh, crazy lady out there. I appreciate the call in, man. You know what? Well, listen up, and hopefully I'll get back and give you some insights, man. I appreciate you calling in very much. I always want to call her. Thank you. Tell, tell, your, tell your friends, man. Tell your friends and everything about calling in. I want to hear their insights, especially from women out there tonight. I appreciate it. You have a good night. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. I appreciate it. Hi, this is uh, Greg back on uh, back on the air with the caller. Hopefully, everybody heard that. That was a little bit uh, crazy, uh, a little bit crazy. And uh, people out there, I need a phone uh, phone screener. I <laughs> I think. But going on, you know, looking back, talking to caller, twenty five years ended up divorced, and you don't know if there were mood swings or whatever. Maybe that caller did not, you know, maybe. She didn't know what she wanted, and there's some truth to that, and it's very, very difficult. You think you want one thing, and then you change, and I think that's not only a woman thing. I think it's a it's a man thing, too. I think it's not a gender issue thing. I think it's an individual thing. I think there's men out there that think they know what they want. They have it, and then they decide that's not what they want. Now, there's women out there, too, and maybe that was the case. And after 25 years of marriage, you know, people grow, change, hormones change. You know, especially, I don't know, you know, I'm assuming maybe in her mid mid to late 40s at that age, you know, and with the hormonal changes with pre- or, you know, full-blown menopause that can cause the mood swings. And anybody threatened to kill themselves, we're getting way off task on what the show's about tonight. But, you know, getting 
that's, you know, you look at getting them help, you can call the, or bluff by calling 911. That's my first choice. You know, you call 911 and try to get them the help. You know, threaten suicide, especially when they grab a knife um, or any other, you know, gun, pills, whatever. You don't want to play. If it's calling their bluff, call their bluff, but you want to keep them safe, okay? I'm going to get back on, you know, what women want, and I'm going to go through uh, categories, if you will, okay? And get on to, you know, what women want. They're looking at, they want maybe independence as well with the emotional connections I talked about before the caller. Um, They want the emotional connection I talked about. Do they want independence? Do women really want looks? You know, are they, you sit there and say, oh, men are a lot more shallow than women. I'm going to tell you, that's not always the case. You know what? Women want guys, yeah, the emotional connection is huge, but they want, you know, someone to turn them on too and that they're pleasing to their eyes. And is that wrong? Should it be a double standard? Not at all. So, you know, the, the emotional connection is huge. You know, they want a little bit of independence, looks. How many people in general, women, they want positive attitudes, man? It is a drag being around someone that is always complaining, always nagging, and always the old negative nilly, the downing Dale, downing Donnie, whatever you want to call it, um, you know, that's always bummed out all the time. It's very difficult to be around those people. So women want someone that's positive, you know, sort of in a way, outgoing personality, maybe easygoing, doesn't stress so much, just has a positive attitude. The more positive an attitude, let's face it, human nature, we're drawn to that, right? You hear like people, like-minded people are drawn to that. Misery loves company, and there's some truth to that. And if someone has you know, a positive attitude, it, it, you know, someone miserable and complaining and always looking at the world in a negative light, it sucks the positive energy out of us. So women want, you know, the positive. Huge, right? They want someone that is, um, you know, positive, that they're not cynical, that they're not doubting, you know, doubting the world, always bashing everything or everybody. So that's huge. I'm going to take a break for a few minutes. I appreciate it. This is the Art of Relationships radio show, and I'm going to talk about more in depth about each one of these aspects that maybe women want a little bit more specifically, okay? I appreciate it. This is Greg Dzinski, the Art of Relationships radio show. I'll be back in a few people. Much love, babe. I'll be back. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. She has hand-painted, uh, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shay on Facebook.
Hi, welcome back. This is uh, Greg Dzinski. This is the Art of Relationships radio show. Welcome back. Um, after the crazy caller a little bit, talking about what women want. And the caller mentioned about, you know, the issue is, or in his 25 years of marriage, that women don't know what they want, and that might be an issue. Um, right before the break, talked about, you know, at the beginning of the show, I talked about emotionally, what they're looking at, what women want. They want us to read them to get them. And other, going down a list, and I'm going to get more aspects with this. You know, women, they want independence as far as, you know, what does that mean? You know what? They want a guy that can, um, you know, take care of himself, right? Who is capable of being self-sufficient and maybe can do stuff for himself. How many issues or how many times do I come across where, you know, the mama's boy, right? Ladies out there, how many women out there love the mama's boy? And we can reference and talk about, you know, everyone loves Raymond and about Raymond's mom and he never wanted to disappoint her, piss her off until it got real bad. And then he, you know, sort of spoke his mind. You know what, guys? You need to speak your mind and put back as far as, um, you know, you have to make your woman, your lady, your significant other, your partner, whatever you want to call her, um, you need to make her number one. You know, there's a time frame. I get it. You know, you're not going to make her number one after a week, after one day, one day. You know, that isn't it. But when you guys are together, it comes down to um, you have to be able to put her first but also you need to be able to take care of yourself do things for your own right they want you to be able to take care of yourself and that tends to be a big turn on for women maybe you can cook your own dinner you don't have to run to your mom every night to have meals cooked for you right you're taking care of your own self and that might mean paying your bills, everything else, right? A lot of guys out there, yeah, we want uh, we want women to take care, you know, of themselves too. I don't think, and it should not be a double standard whatsoever. That's my thoughts. Looks. I mentioned this before the break. Women want us to take care of ourselves. Remember, I talked about long time ago about women wanting us to groom. You know what? Take care of our nails. I talked about that before. You know, if we're down in a sexual realm and you know we're mainly stimulating a woman with our fingers and everything else you know what you want to wash your hands you want to you know keep your nails cut and also filed because even when you cut them they're razor sharp and you could hurt your lady not only that but um you know talk about oh men are more shallow than women that depends i i think it's maybe women are more uh, maybe less demanding in that role might be a better term, but they still care about, you know, what we look, how we carry ourselves, you know what? So are we able to maybe dress decent half the time? I'm not talking suit and tie, but that we look neat, that we look, you know, halfway decent, our clothes fit properly, you know what? We're not wearing the old uh, high po- <laughs> you know, the high pockets with our, you know, we can see our balls hanging out, you know, that's not cool. Um, does our woman love our hairy backs, you know? So do we want to get our backs waxed? And what about maybe staying in shape? We want our woman, our ladies to stay in shape too, right? That should not be a double standard. So not that you have to be GQ or anything else, but make an effort to keep yourself in shape. Not that you have to, you know, be totally, you know, like a bodybuilder, uh, Olympic gymnast or whatever, uh, boxer, you know, heavyweight or, you know, middleweight boxer where you're ripped totally, but try to keep in shape and, you know, sort of dress neat, dress presentable at times. We all have our holy shirts. We all have our, you know, ripped up jeans that we wear, but you know, you want our, we want our ladies to look nice you know, look nice for our ladies and, you know, present yourself well. Maybe if you go, you know, scruff and get lazy and don't manscape or shave where you usually do, you know what, you might want to pay attention to that, okay? Um, Also, I talked about being positive, right? I think I mentioned this. I'm going to touch on this a little bit. It just, you know, it's very tiresome. It's very 
annoying when you're around someone that is negative, bashing everyone all the time. If you are in or have been in a bad relationship or been through a rotten divorce, you know what? If you need to still bitch, complain, whine, and carry on about that, you're not ready to move on. And it's very difficult to be around somebody. And this goes for ladies too. You know, you don't want to do that with, you know, a man either. But this is about you and, uh, you know, trying to teach men what you want. So men, you know what, if you're not in a positive spot, not that you have to be happy all the time. That's just ridiculous. But for the most part, you have a positive outlook. And that is very addicting. Positive attitude also comes with, you know, charming too, right? You can be charming and always, you know, smiling or looking, you know, looking for the positive in the world and in her. And what about the positive in yourself? Communication is huge. We talk about this. I get, you know, a lot of couples. We have communication. Our communication sucks. The big thing is, and I touched on this a little bit with at the beginning of the show with the emotional aspects, and that is hitting on... You know, how do you communicate? A lot of times women complain about men who do not talk. Yes, they want us just to listen and maybe shut our mouths, you know, when they're venting and all this stuff. That's how part of you get her. But they love to talk. They Not every woman. Again, this is most. They love to talk. They love to communicate. They love to carry on conversations. And if you are shy or if you have a hard enough time carrying on a conversation other than, you know, what the baseball scores are or NFL or maybe work, you know, work is, that's okay. But talk about something. You know, talk about your day. Talk about what went on. Talk about a joke you heard at work. Be able to communicate and carry on conversations. And it's not always about you. Part of communicating is also listening and asking her about her, her day, what went good, what went, you know, messed up or whatever. And communication is two ways. So instead of it being all about you, you know, ask her about her, what went on with her and show empathy if it's a bad day or, you know, show enthusiasm for her if she had a great day or got a raise or got a promotion or maybe is getting ready to graduate college, whatever. You know, show enthusiasm for that. Not fake, not BS, be genuinely enthused. And that's part of, you know, the positive and the communication aspects along with it, okay? Um, another aspect, you know, this one is very skeptical. Skeptical, I can't even talk. Sorry, my voice is gone. Um... Very speculative. There we go. I'll use that. <laughs> is about, you know, women talk about guys, and I hear this all the time. They get together, you know, women, their friends, and all this stuff. And if a guy doesn't have a lot of friends, ah, they bash the guys, right? That doesn't make a bad guy. And I mentioned that on a show a while ago, too. Women tend to view their social setting, their friendships, in a high, high, maybe esteem a high level where you know and they want men to understand that they want men to be okay where they can carry on a conversation maybe with their friends or if they go to well let's face it the upcoming season maybe holiday or christmas parties coming up work parties coming up um that they want a take you and they want to know that you're able to hold on a conversation and that you be involved that you're not going to be just a old term fuddy-duddy or that you're not just going to stand up against the wall they want you involved whatever of course in those situations they need to introduce you they need to engage you and make you feel belonged okay but you know being able to be involved to have you know that social entity where you're okay and comfortable in those situations okay they they like that and they look for that intelligence this is a given right i'm not even going to get into this there's a difference between intelligence being book smart and being emotionally intelligent and i i mentioned this or reference this as emotional iq okay intelligence is knowing when to keep your mouth shut 
in certain situations, you know, you're not going to talk about, oh yeah, your sex life and all this stuff at dinner with her parents. You get my drift? Emotional intelligence is huge and it's very, very sexy for women, okay, that you don't want to, um, you don't want to be a dumbass, right? You can be smart, you can be worldly, worldly and textbook and all this stuff, but you maybe common sense and your emotional intelligence is lacking. So intelligence on those aspects is that maybe you pick up on body language of other people. You don't slam other people. Um, you pick up on it and you don't use their weaknesses. That's part of being emotionally intelligent. And women, they love that, that you get it, you understand Passion. Oh my God. What about passion? You know what? Passion, and I talked about what women want sexually, and passion is one of them, but maybe passion is about enthusiastic about other things other than, um, you know, baseball or this time of year, fantasy football leagues, right? That you're passionate about that. What else are you passionate and excited about in the world around you? You know what? Are you passionate about your job? Are you passionate about maybe a charity organization, about helping a certain people? They Women love to see that we're passionate about something. And a lot of women in the past I dated, uh, clients, even students, they love the passion I have about what I do. And I, I talk about this on the show um, you know, I have a passion for helping people and I want to help people as much as possible doing the radio show. That's why I said doing this on Facebook. I'm going to be putting together a blog shortly. I got, I'm working on that. Hopefully that'll be up in a couple of days. Um, it's other outlets about helping people. That's my passion. I have other passions too. And, you know, having other passions is good, but women love to see you uh, have a passion about something. I think that also goes hand in hand with having a positive attitude, right? And, you know, passion about maybe a cause. Maybe you have a passion about animals, about pets, anything. <laughs> you know, share your passion. Open up and be okay with it. She doesn't have to like it, right? Well, I have a passion about smoking pot every day and I want to get stoned every day. Yeah, that's maybe not the passion I'm talking about, okay? Um, Another thing, you know, a sense of humor. Women on any list rates a sense of humor, usually number one or two on their top priority, right? There's a difference being cocky. I'm a little cocky. I'm a smart ass and all this stuff. But also um, being able to laugh and joke around and tell, um, you know, Tell people jokes or whatever. Or be able to laugh and have a good sense of humor is crucial. You do not have to be the center of attention. Some people use maybe a sense of humor or try to be, you know, that dry humor, uh, very sarcastic humor, trying to belittle other people. That's not funny. That's not having a sense of humor. That's being an ass. Okay, so when you actually, and maybe one aspect, and I tell people in general, especially men, one aspect is to maybe laugh at yourself. Have a sense of humor about yourself. If you trip and fall, can you laugh? Laugh at yourself. Oh my God, what a klutz. I'm, <laughs> I'm not even drunk. You, know? you can sit there and you know laugh about yourself is huge. You know When you start ripping at people, making fun of other people, trying to think that's funny, no, that just makes you look like an ass, okay? If you joke around, and we all razz each other, you know, guys thing, that's okay, razz and everything, and we even joke around with, you know, with our, fem- you know, with our ladies too, you know, what, oh my God, did you fart? <laughs> you know, you don't want to say that in public, but in private, you know, little private jokes back and forth, that's fun, that's a sense of humor, that's good, but when you go and you belittle other people and joke and rip people apart, uh, that's not funny. So that's not what women are looking at, okay? You don't have to look, be, you know, how many people think, you know, they get drunk off their ass and they think they're funny and comical and they're just stupid, right? So a good sense of humor women love. Love that sense of humor, okay? The huge thing that maybe goes with the passion I talked about, not only, you know, the sexual passion and everything else and being passionate about her or being, you know, devoted or having a passion about your work or, um, like I said, a charity organization, whatever, comes along is ambition. 
ambition is huge. Remember I talked about, you know, oh, I have a passion for smoking blunts and smoking fatties um, on the couch all day. That's my passion. That's it. That does not make you ambitious, right? Women love ambition. Some men, when there's ambitious women out there, some men might be intimidated by that. But that's where you want to emotionally connect with them and get those aspects, okay? Be ambition. Go after your dreams. Maybe go after your passions. What are you doing to chase your dreams? And there's that double-edged sword, right? You go after your dreams, and then the ladies are saying, you're going after your dream and being independent, like I mentioned at the, you know, at the beginning of this list I'm going down, is, you know, that you go after your dreams, you're being ambitious, what she wants, and then you don't have any time for her. <laughs> um, it's like, what the hell? That's where men get confused, right? You want us to do this, but you're not understanding about it takes time. It takes time away from us if you want me to do this. So um, it goes after that balance, right? They want that balance. How do you let them know, even though you're ambitious and you're going after what you want in your dreams? Believe me, I, I'm living living it and I keep having more dreams that I want to go after but you know what you have to have that balance that time together and the connection right it's okay to be independent you want to be but you also that's why you're in a relationship so you spend time together right so you balance your ambitions with her right with time with her or the family aspects okay that is huge when you go after everything else and you forget about her that's when affairs start happening, right? She starts feeling lonely, not that, not important, not cared that I talk about on so many shows that your ambitions become, you know, it's great, but are they number one versus her? There's a balance there, okay? Number one on most women's list is confidence, right? This is the one thing that women probably crave is, you know, a difference between someone that's confident and has a sense of humor, right, ladies? Also, that might look hot, right? Be honest, ladies. So, you know, sense of humor, confidence is number one. There's a difference, and I said, you know, between confidence and being arrogant, right? Being arrogant is just being an ass. You're not able to look at your faults. You think you're all that. You think, you know, she's lucky to be with you and all this stuff. If you're arrogant, that's going to drive women nuts unless their self-esteem is in the toilet and, you know, that's not a healthy situation. You know, being confident is able to admit you're wrong. Right? And I joke around, all men, we're good at admitting when I'm wrong. Right, ladies? <laughs> but, uh, um, you know, confidence is able to look at ourselves. <clears throat> excuse me. You know, able to look at ourselves, guys, and look at, you know, did we F up? Did we screw up? Can we apologize and, you know, go after that? And also, you know, Going after our passions and going after our ambition, part of confidence is even though we might be scared, we might fall on our face, at least we're going to try. Confidence is being able to go after what we want, right? That is part, you know, going after our ambition, going after what we want. And if you get in an attitude, depressive state, I can't do this. I'm very ambitious. I'm passionate. But you know what? I can't do this. I can't do that. That goes right back to the being positive and confidence is king when it comes to you know going after your ambitions and being positive and you know being confident is not ripping people apart it's about being okay and maybe being uh humorous and joking around and being okay with that you're being okay with your faults and being okay with your human and being okay but you're also going to stand your ground and not somebody disrespect you, take advantage of you, or treat you like a doormat, right? That is a healthy sense of confidence, okay? Going on, um, I talked about what women want sexually, so I'm going to hit on also maybe a little bit physical. And how many women out there, you know, do you complain that you don't get held enough or that you don't get... Maybe your hand's held, or maybe you don't get caressed enough, or maybe you only get those things when he's horny. Right, ladies? That you get treated like a piece of meat, and I've talked about this left and right, and I'm not going to get into that anymore. But 
How many times, men, is that the only time you pay attention physically is when you're horny when you want to have sex? Do you touch her just because you want to touch her? You desire to touch her and be close to her and just feel close to her? Or do you only touch and hold and caress her and maybe want to kiss her only when you're horny when you want sex? Those are, you know, the physical realms that you need to pay attention to, okay, on staying connected with her. So hopefully this helped out, even with the crazy caller tonight. Uh, Hopefully this will give you some insights, guys, out there. And on each one of these topics, you know, re-listen to it. You know, listen to the recorded podcast if you need to. And jot stuff down. How can you improve yourself as a partner? Excuse me, as a man. And how can you, and if you are single... You know, look at these elements and how can you improve yourself, not selling yourself out. I don't want you to be fake. I want you to be genuine and be yourself, but be an evolved self, a growing self. Be, you know, be the man you want to be without being an ass or a dick, okay? So listen to recordings, even if you have to jot them down. And maybe I'll, what I'll do is post these on, uh, on Facebook and the blog as well to give some insights to what you can go after um, to improve and maybe what women want and always ask them you know what ask them what they like that doesn't mean you're gonna do it but ask them you know what they find attractive you know what what do they find attractive what type of man do they want and then you know what can you become that man without selling yourself out or losing yourself that's not a good thing okay This is the Art of Relationships radio show. And I'm going to say peace out to everybody. Much love to everybody. And I will see you Wednesday night. Enjoy the rest of Sunday evening. Hopefully you enjoyed this show. Make sure you check me out on Facebook, the Art of Relationships and the Art of Relationships radio show. This is Greg Dzinski, Master G. Everybody have a good night. Much love. Licensed Relationship and Sex Counselor, Greg Dazinski's, also known as Master G, The Art of Relationships will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy in your romantic relationships. He will also welcome live calls from listeners in helping with these very challenges. Heard of the old repetitive and tiresome tit-for-tat arguments? Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a quick, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax to a happier you. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, but to some of us, he is simply known as Master G.